Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. On 1116 SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Happy Saturday morning to everybody uh, around Melbourne, around Victoria, around Australia. Welcome to the Odds Couple, race fans, sports fans, uh, whatever fans you like. Uh, Some uh, excellent racing around the country today, group racing on the Gold Coast, also over in Adelaide, and we head back to headquarters here in Melbourne at Flemington, a ripping card uh, that we'll have a look at and get David Taggart's quaddy a little later on. So plenty coming in the next hour on the Odds Couple. Thanks to Sportsbet, great supporters of the odds couple here at SEN eleven sixteen. Your text during the morning, 0433-98-1116. Any racing topic you like, we're uh, happy to um, make some noise about it and uh, give you what opinions we may have on what's going around in the industry at the moment. It's been a busy week with Warnable. Uh, also, uh, Pierata, who we who we said last week is going to be retired. He's, he's going to come back to racing. Hugh Bowman's taking an indefinite break from racing. There's plenty of news about, and I look forward to talking about it with uh, my two co-hosts here on The Odds Couple this morning. Firstly, well, the man affectionately known um, as the jock, Simon Marshall. Good morning to you. Morning, Big Sim. Good morning, Australia. Uh, a little and, bit chilly uh, this morning. Uh, AKA next to me, onesie, David yeah, Taggart. up and about. Oh, eh? onesie, got the, eh? the quaddy last week. and. Yeah. Looking to go back to back. You've been a fair What time did you arrive this morning? 7.30? Yeah, done that. You've been a pain in the butt for 38 minutes exactly right now. Yeah. Absolute pain. What's wrong with you? You wouldn't be the first one to say that. What's wrong with you? No, just up and about. I'm I'm, I'm excited to be here. It's Saturday morning. It's the best hour of my week and can't wait to give the people at home some winners today. Jock, you were at the Bull this week. Warnable this week. Yeah. How was the Bull? T-shirts for three days. What? Or a T-shirt or a shirt, if you like, for three days. How about that at Warnable? Warnable. Unprecedented. Um, racing was fantastic, though. Daniel Lumsden, I got a little bit of man crush for. He's the track manager there at Warnable. Uh, he's about my size. Uh, he's got a massive team of people that go and prepare that track to be a soft six, which it has to be for jumps racing, under the rules of uh, racing. And that track raced absolutely sensationally for three days. Now, normally we get inclement weather and it pulls down rain and they use the fence on the first day and it cuts up and then they come down the middle and then the last day it's a ploughed paddock and it's all over the shop. But um, for him to prepare the track the way he could and um, a lot of confidence from the punters, in particular on the books with Sportsbet, um, there's some huge plungers pulled off. Busson and Young pulled off a couple of plungers there. Uh, Ma Houston's absolutely dominated. Paddy Payne ZM was outstanding Wasn't to outstanding. watch him win yeah. the Grand Annual on the last day. Just saved for the one race after his uh, Oak Bank um, double, uh, winning the two feature races there. Uh, Stephen Pateman, um, Clayton Douglas, Cullen's ride in the race. Uh, absolutely outstanding amongst all those horsemen. Gold medals, brave again. Uh, gold medals was yeah, terrific horse. Uh, he had a little bit of a, um, uh, if you like, an argument in the race in the oh. Briley on the Tuesday with a bit of a lad. There was a protest there. Not what do you think about right that? For him? That protest. I thought it was... Um, the correct decision was made? Yeah. Yes. 
I did. There's a little bit of uh, from the leader who uh, contributed. Newbury, correct. Um, when you when you get two horses contributing to um, interference, it creates a doubt that it's not solely one to blame, and that then's got to be dismissed. Uh, we see that on a number of occasions on, and- a, on a racetrack. Uh, Furion's ride was, was terrific. He was oh. the best horse in the cup. And, uh, Johnny Allen knows this horse. Okay. There was a question mark that he might stay the, the 2,380 meters or 50 meters, whatever the cup was. Um, but he only got beat 1.3 lengths over 2,400 in the Bendigo cup. And he drew the soft gate. The fence was still racing good come day three. And you knew out of the straight the first time he could be closer than he's ever been before, like he was sort of behind Plenciel in his lead-up form at Caulfield. And for him to just hold his posse going out of the straight the first time, be close enough, get a dream run when they opened up from the 600-metre mark. Yes, he hit the front early on him, but I liked the ride because he was top weight, folks. And when you're riding a horse that may be a little bit suspect the best horse in the race with a good turn of foot. They might be a little bit suspect at running the distance and you've got to carry that weight. It's always best if you've had a soft run to let him rip early and hit the front and make them catch you because normally their class can hold them off. And that's exactly how it turned out for Johnny Allen and uh, Lindsay Park, Team Lindsay Park. Uh, that was on course, off course. Oh. It was, uh, <laughs> as always, uh, you get you gain urban legends for... Um, for um, uh, men and women out there that uh, like to party off course. And uh, it was a strong three days. I think the club will be really happy. Uh, it was great racing. And the most important thing is everybody came home safe. That's very important, very important. Um, Hugh Bowman, talking of everyone coming home safe, uh, Hugh Bowman is taking an indefinite break, effective immediately, and he's just buggered. He's tired. And he just doesn't want to get up early for a little while. I want to delve into that a little bit because it's extraordinary journey he's been on with this horse called Winx. And and not only just Winx in itself in isolation, but then he has to do all the other contributing factors to what makes a, a jockey's life the way it is. So that that's such a testing period for a jockey, let alone the pressure of riding the best horse in the world. It, it's not surprising that he wants to have a spell. Well, he's well. How long has he been riding for? Twenty years, and this will be a, probably Please. a big main break. It's a perfect opportunity to take it right in the winter. Uh, you know, he's, he's going to forego the, the Brisbane Carnival, but apart from that, it's the kids' carnival coming up now. With the the trainers use a three kilo claim, he'll come back. He'll be ready by August, bang, leading into the spring, and he'll be ready to go. He, he'll give his body a good clean out, like uh, you used to do, Sim. Um, Probably put on maybe the the stone and then and then have to get that off and and he'll gradually do that leading into the spring carnival. That's the tough thing for Hugh. Huey's not a natural lightweight rider. No. I mean, he he struggles with his weight. So you know, Huey putting on a stone, it's not easy to get that stone back off. It's easy to put on, mm. but it's uh, hard, hard to, to get lose. off. That is for sure. But because what he's doing is riding underneath his uh, body's natural weight, so every time he puts fur, fluid or food in his belly. Uh, his body's automatically just sponging that and saying, right, I'm going to hang on to this as long as I can because I just want want, want, my, I want me to be my natural weight. Um, and th- he's always fighting that. So with, for Hugh Bowman, um, the physical attributes of training in a gymnasium with a personal trainer to remain underneath that natural weight, live on fried fillets of fresh air and dash of protein, 
um, uh, for 12 months of the year is absolutely uh, strenuous on the body and you couldn't imagine what that would take out of you. Well, I, I can because uh, it's draining mentally and physically 24-7. You don't sleep properly. You've always got training on your mind and then you've got the pressures of race day to be able to feed your family and yourself to give yourself some chance in life to live happily ever after. And that's and, normal race day and then you add winks to that. Then, then mm. you throw in the greatest racehorse, Sim, you're right, uh, that we've ever seen. The amount of press conference uh, that Chris Waller and Hugh Bowman were put themselves out there for, to just to give um, Australasia and the world a piece of winks because she's a public horse, uh, being a champion that she is. Um, but the pressure to go and ride her and keep her out of trouble in races and produce in races um, is uh, enormous. And just remember, I think it was a couple of years ago when Hugh Bowman got suspended in the middle of Winx's preparation and she was to run in a 1,500-metre mm. race or 1,400-metre mm. race. But the team had a meeting, Chris Waller, the ownership group, and said, I think we'll wait an extra week or two weeks until Hugh comes back from his suspension just to keep the partnership together and try and keep this unbeaten record going on what could be one of the most remarkable pieces of uh, racing history we're going to see with Winks. And they did that and he came back and he won on it. So all of that pressure mounting up, he's got a young family. Correct. Mm. He's got, he's got a uh, couple of girls there, he's, his wife, the, the amount of pressure on them because when you become the world's best jockey, like he has been noted, um, you get invited to go and ride in Japan. You can't knock that back in your career when, you, you know, your career's going to be limited because one day you're going to have to give it up due to health. He gets invited to Hong Kong to ride in the big group one races up there. And as a jockey, you want to cement those situations and ride in those uh, massive race days because um, it helps set you up for the inevitable retirement. Mm. And that's what he's been doing. He, he, he's One thing that he'll learn to do better right now is say no to a lot of things. But while you're riding the crest of the wave, you've got to try and do it all and make it all happen. And at, at a stage where Winx is retired and for him to announce that uh, he's absolutely knackered and he needs to go for a spell and have a freshen up, mm. just like a horse, uh, is terrific for his longevity in racing. But as a family man and as a father and a husband, I reckon, mate, it's going to be the best thing that um, he's done in a long time. Um, there's been some discussion around the Queensland Carnival at certain stables. Um, Aquas Farm or Aquas Racing were, were one of the ones that weren't going to nominate any horses in Queensland until some integrity issues have been cleaned up. Now, it'll be interesting to see where they go to after the news of Ben Curry has come out that um, he has been found guilty of mm. two serious charges that relate to text messages that were sent regarding the alleged use of an electronic apparatus on two of his horses. So... Um, he has been charged with that. I think he is, uh, will be sentenced early next week or given a penalty early next week. Uh, does that then open the door for that, that all is, uh, in readiness for, um, Lindsay Park Stable and Aquas to be part of the Queensland Winter Carnival or is there other issues that, um, they're worried about? To, to try and simplify this for you at home, this bloke's got a long history. Earlier this week, Racing Queensland invoked a new rule to refuse future entries from Curry, his stable, in the wake of him facing as many as 42 allegations of wrongdoing dating back to April last year. Oh. 42 wrongdoings. In, in 12 months. What's going on? This is since, going on since April. 
and they can, cannot make a decision and they've, they've decided now to refuse entries. In, in terms of integrity and investigation and sitting the bloke down and going through it all, wouldn't you put it all on hold back then and say, hang on, well, why let it get to 42 allegations? Well, that, that, that's been the problem. The problem is you know, that, that um, we want a level playing field and that's been challenged up there and no one has, well, I suppose, taken the bull by the horns, so to speak, and said, hey, we're going to fix this right here and right now and give the racing um, participants the confidence that all is kosher here, everything's fine. Well, in the wake of what's going on with Mr Darren Weir and, um, you know, uh, there's been a snowball effect and um, we're trying to clean up the integrity of this game and whatnot and this bloke continues to train a horse and everyone's talking about all these um, issues and misdemeanours and infringements are once again with a guy that's continued to be able to train horses. It's not fair to the participants that are racing against him and for it to be going on as long as April last year, you got to question what's going on uh, from the top up there in Queensland. But Who's going to... So, Simon... We couldn't shut you up when so, you first came in. So, now you say nothing. I so, can't, get, you a word, I can't get a word in. So, Simon O'Donnell, there's only one bloke... Was that, that O'Donnell with a D, was it? So, so, <laughs> was O'Donnell with a D, was so it? So, O'Donnell, Simon, there's only one bloke that can fix this up, and that's the new ambassador yep. for Queensland Racing. Tax? That's, uh, that's what we're talking about, Queensland Racing. It, just it has gone on. downhill, hasn't no, it? No, no, really? let him go, we've, Sim. We've got to, no, we've got to go to a Who's break. Who's the new racing ambassador in Queensland? On 11.16 SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. The back. 24 minutes after 8 o'clock. Nice to be back here on The Odds Couple. Uh, it's been a very interesting morning so far. We're going to touch on what's happening up on the Gold Coast in Adelaide, uh, I think is probably the best way to go at the moment because we've got group racing still there. No group racing in Melbourne today, but our quaddy will involve Melbourne with uh, David Taggart a little later on, who got the quaddy last week, which was good. $60 yeah, quaddy uh, you got last week. As I said, it was never going to profit pay. was $8.50. Yeah, no, I think I lost, but that, that was always going to be the days and the the Vobus Day punters' paradise. Now, just getting back to uh, Queensland. Oh, hang on, hang on a sec. We, what, 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 what? You you got the quaddy and lost. Yeah, but just explain that to us. Well, what did it cost? Oh, I can't remember now. I think it was about one hundred twenty dollars. No, came, came in this morning. You were barking like a, a complete wild dog. That I got the yeah, quaddy last week. Quaddy last week. Yeah, and now you just it. told us we lost. But still got it. You win, but you lose. The be- my best one at $4, though. That was all right. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that was Hopefully they all got on that. <laughs> that's going like to go I down did. as a classic. Hey? It will. We, you win, but you lose. You win, oh, but you lose. Hey? cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Just what he brings to the table. It's fantastic. <laughs> but, anyway. but on an important matter. Yeah, like, as, as you say, about oh. racing Queensland, it has gone downhill, hasn't it? Especially oh. when they announced, which really caught my eye during the week, the, the racing ambassador. Like, they must be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Oh. Uh, seriously, oh. like they couldn't get one of their superstars like Wally Lewis up there or, you know, just a Gordon Queensland. Tallis. Yeah, yep. John Rooney's up there. Uh, Campbell Brown is the sidekick to S. O'Donnell. Really? Seriously, yeah. You're an ambassador to Queensland Racing, Sim. Oh, you so, didn't want to go in protest? You thought the integrity issues, they had integrity <laughs> issues with this Ben Curry. Wait till I get involved. So your first hard-hitting <laughs> question in the media here. <laughs> 
Simon, what do you think of the Ben Carey situation up there in Queensland? <laughs> I'm glad we've cleaned it up, Simon. It's good. It's going to be wonderful for the Winter Carnival. It's uh, quite a platform for the Winter Carnival now just to take off and be something special. <laughs> now we're starting to sound like Wayne Wilson. Have, have come through there. If you, if you, if you look back and you, there's a horse called Winks, the greatest horse in the world, don't worry. That, that winning streak, where did it start? It started in Queensland. It started during the Winter Carnival. Too. Let's uh, give it its due. It's one of the best carnivals in this country. As your ambassador, folks. Aye. Well, represented Scraping Queensland. Scraping the bottom right of the barrel. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. It's good you put Brown in as my sidekick because that's what he is. He's Aye. my sidekick. Donkey he's, Kong and Diddy Kong. He's eh? just there for a bit of comedy <laughs> relief every now and then. But, you know, they get, Campbell Brown you know, and the Big, big Sim. The Big oh, Timber just, oh. the big timber just goes down the middle. And they fly your first class up there, I take it. Sorry? They fly your first class when you Private have to go jet. up there. So right. what has an ambassador got to do? What's the deal? What's the gig? What have you got to actually do? Oh, I look good, but that comes naturally. Mm. And what about the pay? <laughs> well, geez, there. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what about the pay? Oh, it's, well, I'm here for racing, the good <laughs> of racing. Yeah. Pay's not an important thing. <laughs> it's not an important thing at all. Okay, let's get wow. on to some group racing, and we're talking about Queensland. Uh, we've uh, got a couple of group races at the Gold Coast. So it's good. You know, it's their big day yeah, outside of Magic Millions. Correct. It's their, their big day. The Hollandale Stakes, of course. Um, and the Guineas is up there, the Gold Coast Guineas. Any thoughts on either? Just having a look at the sports bet market tags. Did you have a look here? Uh, no, I th- he wouldn't have done much. No, things. not the Guineas. He came in saying he got the quaddy. <laughs> we win, but we lose. Well, Zeus style <laughs> shooting. Sorry, that should just, that, he's undefeated two from two first up. He's... Uh, he just looks the looks the moral in the race, Who's especially that? especially with the scratching of Zusain. This uh, is Zoo race Star. seven. Zoo race seven, the Gold Coast Guineas, and number four Zoo Style. There's three scratchings that have come out of the race, which leaves a small field. So he's uh, two sixty, but um, with uh, the dividends of the scratchings, he's a dollar forty favourite in the race. Next oh, best, Boom Sarah, Tim Clark to ride for Chris Months. Um, he's won his last two. He's first up in this race. And outside of that, it's uh, 9.50 the field with hold the line in the next line of betting. So it's all over with Zoo Style. He's drawn a little tricky. What would you do from that barrier, Tags? Uh, small field, mate. It's, you've got eight runners. Uh, I, he'll go forward. He, that's his racing pattern. Jump, lead and win, most likely. Okay. What about Adelaide? Uh, the Oaks? You didn't want to Sankster. touch on the Hollandale? Hollandale Stakes, no, well, no, which uh, only very, 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 very important people have won that race <laughs> throughout their time, <laughs> and to go on and win the Doom and Cup double. <laughs> what did you win it on? Durbridge. Durbridge, yeah. least we forget. Uh, Ken Nedna is a horse that uh, is your favourite there and uh, in terrific fi- uh, form. Now, Johnny Allen's going to stay in Morfittville, her normal rider. Uh, to ride there, and uh, Kenedna will be ridden by Clayton Douglas. Great opportunity for him for Marin Eustace, three ninety into three dollars eighty. Kenedna is your favourite young star. Karen McAvoy for Chris Wallace, six fifty into five dollars. A nice little push there. Uh, Miss Siska down the bottom, number fourteen, eight fifty into seven dollars. But up the top, Mr. Seawolf's, he's been the best-backed runner outside of the favourite. $7 into $4.40 off his first-up victory. He was very good first-up, but I can't say him winning this. We've got to go to the newsroom. We'll touch on Adelaide shortly. Um, but a big thanks to our uh, sports, sports bet uh, partners, of course, and for all AFL matches today with Sportsbet. If your team goes 12 up at any break, you get paid out as a winner. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly.
1116 SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. It's just after 8.30 here on SEN, The Odds Couple, thanks to Sportsbet. Uh, we're going to go to Scotty Brunton in just a moment, who's got uh, Lady Pluck running at Flemington today in race six. Uh, but sometimes in the media, you've just got a touch on a... Uh, just a statement that's been made. And in the break, uh, Damo, our, our panel operator, who's been with us for a long time, he turned around quite innocently and looked at SD Marshall and asked, are any of the horses you rode still alive? <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair question. Are they still racing? What's wrong with the question? <laughs> He's tickled his fancy. <laughs> yeah, what are you, 67? I retired. And Damo thinks you're 70. He actually oh, thinks I you're 70. I think you're 70. he thought I was 70, but yeah. did retire in 97. Yeah. A lot of those horses. Are they still alive? On average, how long does a thoroughbred live for? Around 25 years? Yeah, 25, 28. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, that's a fair good question. Good on you, Damo. Good question. Some bloke got a laugh out of it. <laughs> The ambassador. Yeah. It's good to have Scotty Brunton joining us for the first time on the Odds Couple on a Saturday morning. He's probably trying to understand what the hell are those blokes talking about. Morning to you, Scott. How are you, boys? All good. <laughs> oh, good. And I'm sitting with a bloke here. Every horse he rode's dead. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Scotty, let me, let me clean this up, mate, and welcome, <laughs> welcome you to the award-winning show, by the way. This is a racing show, the Odds Couple, and uh, your team's been absolutely on fire from Tassie. Uh, you've had an amazing march, mate, uh, bringing horses over. I remember you winning at Sandown Lakeside, Cranbourne, Sav's Finale. Bendigo Mandela Effect pulled off a plunge. Caulfield Lady Pluck won. Um, mate, you train a seven-mile beach. Can you just tell a few of the listeners out there that uh, a little bit about your setup at Seven Mile Beach in Tassie? Yeah, we're uh, we're on the beach there in between. We're in the pine forest um, in between two beaches. On one side of us, we've got our way beach at Five Mile Beach, and uh, the other side's our Gallup Beach at Seven Mile. Um, yeah, situated in the pine forest there. It's a good spot. And, mate, um, so you obviously you like uh, to educate your younger horses uh, on racetracks and get them used to all the facilities that they need to understand on race day. But when they get a little bit older in life and you've got those beach facilities, what are some of the um, positives that come out of that using beach work? Oh, look, mate, um, just uh, like, like, like as you know in, in life and, you know, with the horses, their athletes, uh, you get the water and things like that, just... Those types of things, you know, rehabilitation and things like that, and recovery—it's all—it's uh, all—it's all relevant. They're athletes, and you're going to treat them that way. Um, whether you see your footballers on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning, they're always out at the beach, aren't they? Recovering or at the baths. It's uh, the same with the horses. Yeah. You're in partnership with your father, Dave. He's an absolute legend. Um, what are some of the things as a kid growing up that you remember mostly about working with your father and understanding the thoroughbred animal to become a trainer on your own right? Um, look, mate, when he was with Noel Kelly at Ballarat, um, that's sort of, you learn a lot there. Um, they always have plenty of money. <laughs> he seems like a pretty, he's a very smart operator, Noel Kelly. Um Oh, mate, it's just like anything. You learn, pick things up along the way. You learn off different people. Um, that's just a great game. Um, there'll be more bad than good in it, but you just find a way for the good to outweigh the bad. 
Yeah, for sure. And Scott, can you please uh, help us understand how to travel a horse from Tassie to Victoria? Uh, you're travelling by boat. Um, h- how do you know and when you know and how do you prepare a horse to, to travel from Tassie, get on a boat and, and cope with all of that and then have them fire like you have been uh, in Victoria here? Look, I'm still learning the craft of it, to be perfectly honest. Um, uh, I try to spread their runs out a little bit and um, sort of make it, you know, the around about the four weeks between runs. Because um, so, the trip does take a lot out of them. Um, so In what way, Scotty? Can you explain that? Look, they just... It's it's a its a hard sort of 16-hour trip. Um, you're on the boat for sort of 12 to 14 hours. Um, just standing upright, and I guess, you know, like you're you're on the seas, um, there's obviously a little bit of movement. It's a little bit tight for them, and, you know, they always tuck up a little bit. The real good ones, mate, the good horses cover up your mistakes and the bad ones expose them. <laughs> yeah. So this is on the spirit of Tasmania. You're travelling. It's a 16-hour trip to get here to Victoria. And what are some of the signs you need to see or know from your horse once they get off the boat and, and, and arrive at a stable? <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, I don't know what the signs you look for. You just hope that they tuck their head straight to the feed bin, mate, yeah. and have a good drink. Um, you know, just all the small things like that. Like I said, the good ones, the good ones should find a way to cope with it. And sometimes the ones that you hope the good horses might not cope as well as you'd like. So, like I said, the good horses, the horse have caught what you do to it, I guess. Well, Lady Pluck uh, is your runner today. She's been heavily backed at Flemington. She's had the six starts for the four wins. Can you just give us a little bit of an insight into her and how she goes about it? Look, mate, she, um, we lose or draw today. She does an incredible job travelling. She's as tough as nails, mate. She eats good, drinks good. Uh, really gives her all in the sort of whatever you do with us. She just, she's um, part of the team, you know, uh, does a lot of work on her and just, just does a really good job with us. So I'm hoping that that pays off today. Um, she had up good last night, went down to Flemington this morning and give her a good walk around and a little bit of a pick of grass. There's not much you can do with them once you travel them. So she seems great. She's a really, uh, she's a really nice racehorse. She's already had a start down the straight to where she finished third, so she's had the experience of the straight run, and um, she shapes up in what's a tougher race today, I believe. Um, but um, she's a good each way champ. Race six, a number four lady pluck. She's been backed in from six dollars into three dollars ten, and your favourite. She takes on the boy. She carries a fair share of weight. In your opinion, she's shooting for four in a row. Has she improved at all? Look, um, she got really worked up her last start before she went out on the track at Caulfield. Um, sort of, and there was a little bit of commotion around at the barriers. There was a couple of late scratchings. Um, got herself worked up. I'm just hoping that the second time around here, this time in, um, that uh, she might be a little bit more relaxed for the trip. And uh, look, I think she'll be hard to beat, but it's a tough race. Scotty, good to hear from you this morning. We wish you well out at Flemington this afternoon. No dramas, boys. Enjoy the rest of the day. Good on you, Tim Scott. Scotty Brunton joining us there on the odds couple. Time for a break. Uh, and don't you forget uh, to grab your AFL record this weekend. It's still just $5 thanks to Karcher, the official 2019 partner of the AFL record. SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall.
Getting close to quarter to nine o'clock and it's quaddy time. David Taggart got the quaddy for us on the odds couple last week and for all our listeners, um, we won but we lost, according to David. I'm not sure how that happens, but we'll have a look at his quaddy shortly. But firstly, as we return to Flemington or Melbourne racing, because we've been uh, interstate for quite a while with the big races up in Sydney, uh, let's have a look at the first uh, four or five races in Melbourne, Simon, and what's happening betting-wise. It's just a gift that keeps on giving, David. He is, he is. Here we go. But before we get into the best-backed runners at Flemington today, Tags? Yeah, for the listeners at home, make sure you get your pens, pencils and crayons and have your form guides be ready. Here we go. Race one, the money is with one and two. Mark Sard, $5 into $3.20. Uh, was pressured on speed on debut. The rider weighed in a kilo and a half over two, which didn't help, man. Beating all but a smart one last start. $5 into $3.20, number one. Number two, Moldova is three ten, easing out to three forty, but we're holding good money on uh, number two. One and two, race one. Race two, Dr. Phil, $4.60 in to $3.20. Is, uh, it was a great Australian debut from this horse, I thought. The format of that race has been franked last week with those horses stepping up, and he steps up to the mile. So number three in race two. And 13, uh, Phonomy, $6 into $5.50. A little bit of a nibble nobbies there. Three and 13, a race two. Race three, number one, Fidelia, $3.40 into $2.35. Had a powerful finish well, last start. That's a bit start. of a go, isn't it? Oh, uh, Griffiths. Mm. Powerful finish last start to win second up. Gate four on the 1,400 metres is a big plus. Number seven in race three's also had specking. Neighbourhood off a brilliant debut win in the provincial, $6 into $5. Race three, one and seven. Race four, one and four, Fastnet Tempest, $7.50 into four twenty. No luck last two runs. Some are suggesting today at Flemington's his go. Number one. Number four is Addictive Nature, $3.90 into two twenty-five. Has that trapeze artist form, really good support for the four. The numbers, one and four in race four. Race five, one and ten. Grinzinger Star, $3.20 into $2.30. One two in a row, beat the older horses mm. in its latest win. Number 10 is uh, Ridgewood. Ridgewood, I can't read my own uh, writing there. Have a look at uh, race five, number 10 there. <laughs> race five, number 10 is Ridgewood Drive. There you go, Ridgewood Drive. You only need Grinzing Star in that. Ah. $13 into 12. We're looking for something that's been specced. 1 and 10 in race 5. Race 6, Lady Pluck. We just spoke to Scott Brunton, and she's been the best-backed runner at Flemington today. $6 into $3.10. She's shooting for four in a row. From number 5, poised to strike. Has mm. his supporters back at Flemington? $7 into $4. Race 6, 4 and 5. This is the first leg of the quaddy. David Taggart's tips now. Yeah, and before we get into the quaddy, is there any sports bet specials today, Simon? Yes, there is. Between races one and four, and we're racing at Randwick today. Kens the inside track. The Kensington. inside track at yes. Kensington. And we also race at Flemington. If you place a fixed odds bet between races one and four and your horse runs second or third, you get up to? $50 money back. In bonus bets. Oh, oh, that's a great that's a great promo, that. Anyway, so the first leg of the quaddy. Uh, got a couple of here backing up from the riches of the Vobus, trying to get a bit more Vobus money here. I think it's a pretty even race down the straight uh, with Barry's paying an important part. So I'm going wide. Uh, number 13, Mumbles. He, he can run a race here at odds. Uh, strips fitter for a recent run and was good down the straight last prep in the English Dash. So the numbers here are 3, 4, 5, 7 and 13. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I had the two in, and it was it's it's now scratched. So I had well, to get the numbers. Had there. to get the numbers right. right okay. Well he done. sounds very confident in he the does. first leg. Phase. He does. Oh yeah, he's really be confident because Pickers is all over him. Uh, off the bench team gave oh, him a bit yeah. of curry last week and the week before. Because yeah. Pickers got a he, he got a first three. He got a trifecta at wow. Warrigal picnics. Wow. Pickers. Yeah, he got oh. the trifecta. There was three in it. Warrigal picnics. Yeah, yeah he's he's been, had to box some too, didn't he? He's been pumping his chest up all week. Yeah, no, it was a good job. In the he, wants, he wants a job with us. He wants yeah. to be on an hour earlier. He's outstanding. And, and what about his footy tips? The kiss of death's in front, and they can't even tip a winner in a two-horse race. What We've did got he get? 15 horses. A first what? He got the trifecta oh. at the Warrington Bill picnics last week, and there was only three in it. That's fantastic. He boxed them up. Race. One, two, and three. <laughs> race seven. We're up to race seven at Flemington, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning back. Welcome back after the break. Um, three and four. Steel Prince. Uh, he's a good horse, this horse. He's shooting for four in a row, and he's very well placed here once again this time of the year. $1.85 into $1.75. Number four, observational, $15 into eight fifty to suggest that he's the danger. Three and four, race seven tags. Yeah, we've got the Adelaide Cup winner here in uh, Surprise Baby, but I don't think she can win today, uh, carrying the 60 kilos and the seven weeks between the runs since the Adelaide Cup. Uh, yeah, you're not going to like this, Scoob. I only need one horse here. Oh. It is the odds on pop, though. It is number three, Steel Prince. Gets in huge with the poor claim. Only has to carry the 54. And uh, in last prep, he was beaten by the subsequent uh, Sydney Cup winner in, Sh- in Sharoa last spring. So over this trip, back to Flemington, he's just a moral. Number three. Oh, that's he's used the M word. Oh, he's, gone he's gone on the moral. He's gone on the moral. It's the moral, folks. So put your house and your unit, but please gamble responsibly on it. Second leg, number three, the moral. Gamble responsibly. Oh, dearie, dearie. Okay. Race eight here, folks. The money is with 14 and four. King's full, $5.15 to $4.80. This trip suits off his Cranbourne win. And I can understand a little push there for him. Call Me Handsome's had specking as well, number four. $6 into $4.80. That's where the money is. Four and 14 in race eight. Yeah, very open race. It might be won by a lightweight here, as you say, the 14. Uh, number 13, Valentina Rossa. Sydney Oz knocked down here for a holiday, so it goes in. <laughs> Uh, so the numbers here are 3, 4, 6, 10, 13, and 14. Just trying to get some value. With 3, them 4, after, 6, with, 10, and 14. That's after you're out in the second leg. No, nah, the well, the moral. Well, we need some value because there's a moral in, in the second leg. Okay. Let's go to the last leg, race nine. Race nine, numbers two and eight here. Uh, the money with sports bet. Milwaukee, $10 into $5.50. Yes. No luck last two. And in particular, second up. This is a good use of the claim here. So ten dollars into five fifty, Milwaukee, and number eight, Spirit of Aquata, three dollars ninety into three tens. Very solid in the market. This horse, two and eight, race nine. Yeah, I'm with you with Milwaukee. Drop and and drops down to a winnable race here too, and he loves Australia. He's two from two down the the Flemington twelve hundred meters, uh, and of course, as you say, Spirit of Aquata. So the numbers here are two, five, six, eight, and ten. Two, five, six, eight, and ten. Okay, let's go through those quaddy numbers again before we go to a quick break. First leg, three, four, five, seven, and thirteen. Second leg, three, one. Third leg, three, four, six, ten, and fourteen. You left the thirteen out. Well, ten, thirteen, oh, fourteen. Oh, one yeah. job. I'm Just switched on that, eh? Nothing gets past me. And the fourth leg, two, five, six. Eight and ten? Correct weight. And that's $150 for a unit. Okay, so 50% of that would be 75 Correct weight. Okay, we're working beautifully this morning. Wonderful thing. And let's hope today that you get the quaddy. We win the quaddy 
but we win, not lose. Okay. That would be really important. That's, that should be a moral done, that day. Really important. We're going to take a break, but before we take a break, don't forget Taste of the Country at the G tomorrow when the Cats take on Essendon. Enjoy the Power Core Country Festival from 11am in Yarra Park. Tickets from $27, and you can get those at Ticketek. What a day that's going to be. Uh, Taste of the Country at the G tomorrow. SEM, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and Simon Marshall. Welcome back. It's nearly over for another day. Uh, Only a couple of minutes left as we head up to 9 o'clock and the uh, news. Let's quickly go through those numbers again. There was a bit of confusion. I missed one, didn't I? Uh, No one was confused about you. I missed one before. 3, 4, 5, 7 and 13 in the first leg. 3, 1 out in the second leg. 3, 4, 6, 10, 13 and 14 in the third leg. And the fourth league, two, five, six, eight, and ten. And how much is it? $150. Oh boy. And 75 for 50%. Yeah. Okay, let's hope wins a win and not wins a lose, a loss, as was last week. Wins a lose. Now How's you, that for good English? That's very good English. <laughs> now well now you want my best? Yes, best best will win again, like last week. Are you running the show on me? On oh. the boss here? Yeah, oh, I can, well, I can't even is, get my name right? on the there intro. There it is, so. folks. Hey, you go. Hey, he's steering the ship. Oh, he's doing the he's shit. An there, ambassador uh, the ambassadorial role's gone to his head. He played for Australia. Who's the oh. captain, pal? Who's the captain there? Who's the skipper? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the 12th man. Let's, Don't worry about let's that. Let's make sure we're, we're completely sure about where the captain sits here. Let oh, me tell you. Okay, uh, Marshall, uh, with well, the headgear on, tell us what's your best around the country today. I'm going to have a nice little multi. Multi? Yeah, Flemington race six, number four, Lady Pluck. Into Morfittville, race eight, number two, Terbium. He's back. The Turbinator. He's won four in a row. Went from a maiden. A Strathalba maiden to win in the Z. If a group three level, come on, man. He's first up at Morfittville today. And defeated a group one horse in Zuzane too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That now, I'm off to Sydney, Kensington. We're on the inner track of Ramwick. My best there is race five, number nine, Kappa Jack. Uh, he was, yeah, form around him is enormous. He's likely racing. A little bit of value there. Uh, fun fact in race four, number seven. I like it when Tags gives us his best and he has a bit of a chuckle. I was laughing. Oh, it's oh, like, this is oh, just oh, a good he's confident thing. Today, Money for he? jam. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's very confident today. I'm very confident going up to Horsham first up. We'll get the money Horsham. early at Horsham. Oh. Race one, number two, defies logic. Race one, number two, defies logic. For all those people that follow our tips, sen.com.au, about 10, by 10 o'clock they'll all be up. Tags as quad will be up. Um, our tips will be up. Uh, any other comments you would like to make uh, about our wonderful show, 0433981116, particularly Pickers, who's had a crack at us the last couple of weeks, uh, who got the trifecta at Warrant Nabil picnics last week. That was a wonderful effort from him. Three in the race and he boxed them. And he got it. So uh, good luck to so him. He, well he done. He won and lost. Yeah, he won and lost. He did the did the whole thing. But he and Hutchie coming up, of course, uh, off the bench. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. See you next week. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91